The following episode contains mature themes, sexual content, and good times, just so you know what to look forward to. Welcome to the world's sweetest and sweatiest podcast, where we get into position to grapple with narratives and wrestle with words. I'm your host, Tanya Tutitz, and joining me are Sodome Velvet and the, and the Noyan Elizabeth Barrett Boning. And the what? What? <laughs> is it Noyan? Is it Noyan? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I was like, I'm not that annoying. <laughs> And we welcome you to the 12th episode of Coming Together. Each episode is composed of two back and forth sections per author, which are written and recorded immediately. These sections make up a new chapter of the Ouvre Jambe Chronicles, an erotic tale about a young woman who ejaculates through time and space. Throughout her journey, Magnolia learns, grows, groans, and yearns for her sexual appetite to be satiated. Uh, yeah, so Noyon is Noyon. A, meaning king of state, a ruler of a vassal tributary state under the Mongol Empire. So a little oh. spoiler there. but okay. <laughs> You know what? This podcast is all about fluidity. And one of the most fluid things about this podcast is Elizabeth Barrett Boning's titles. <laughs> so I feel like last month, that's episode and the episode before, I feel like we did a lot of like exploring um, Magnolia's kind of like her backstory and her family relationships and everything. And like, I really loved that personally, because I feel like, you know, sex isn't just about sex. And like, it was kind of like, we got to learn so much about our protagonist. But also, I'm really excited for something lighter this week. What about you two? Yeah, I think in this episode, we will be more so exploring her G-spot than anything else. Excellent. <laughs> wow. What a pitch. <laughs> what a pitch. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I feel like the first 10 chapters, has or 11 or whatever, has been really like getting to know Magnolia. And now we like have a really good sense of her, what she's kind of looking for, even though she's kind of not sure what she wants um and now it can like I don't know like I feel like it's a little bit of like a different phase now yeah I feel like it's gonna be really nice to kind of like I feel like the the last little bit we had so much added dimension to her but I think that like now it'll be nice to like bring back some some of her other dimensions I'm really excited yeah Yay. It'll be some hard-earned fucking this time around. Some hard-earned fucking. But I'm so happy that we had some, like, resolution with her mom. I feel like it was so healing, and I think that that's – like, I'm really excited to just see how, like, knowing more about her informs – because the structure of this is that it's so on the spot. Like, you're both just, like, writing on the fly. And so, like, now that we know so many more things about her, I love to see how she changes. So I'm really excited for, like, now this to inform – um, mm-hmm. going forward yeah me too yes, me I, don't, too. I don't know <laughs> no, I don't know <laughs> all right well this week or this month why do I keep saying week I feel like time is a soup and we're all just floating in it and <laughs> this everything is nothing this episode the great Sodome Velvet has volunteered to go first so we don't have to play any shitty games that i have made up on the fly or good games that have been fed to me (laughs) 
They're very good games, actually. <laughs> header anal. Yeah, header anal is a fucking great. Yeah, it was a high value game for sure. Yes. <laughs> More couples should play header anal. Head or together. anal. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, without further ado, let's get started. We can't wait for you to come along with us. <sighs> Chapter 12. Welcome to the GAM show. Magnolia squared herself up, squatting low to the ground. Her smooth cheeks quivered in anticipation. Her heaving tits were wrapped tightly in cloth, hugging her form closely. Her bare toes curled deeply into the sand beneath her. The sun overhead was hot. She wiped a large bead of sweat off her brow. Across the arena, a towering figure stood before her. She was strapping, clad in an ornate tunic that had its sleeves torn off. It hung loosely over her modest bosom. Her muscular thighs were barely covered by a short, pleated skirt, which had a long slit on its right side. Out of the corner of her eye, Magnolia could not see if underwear was present. Magnolia's such a scoundrel. (laughs) I know. I love it. Her eyebrows pranced at the thought of those bare thighs, those rippling biceps, and much, much more. Unlike Magnolia, the athletic challenger was not sweating, nor was she breathing as heavily. Her eyes were fixated on Magnolia's sybaritic sybaritic body. Wow. Hmm. You learn something new every day. I do want to know. Yes, please. I've never heard this word before in my life. Uh, it means devoted to pleasure. Oh, oh, I see. Fond of sensuous luxury or pleasure, self-indulgent. Ooh, yeah. Wow. You I, know, like- I always, I feel like this is really. <laughs> I was gonna say emasculating. I'm gonna keep it. It's emasculating for me. I feel like I thought that I had a really like vast vocabulary, and here we are uh, learning. I feel here. like it's weird that you're associating masculinity with knowledge. I know. I know. That's why I said. <laughs> that's why I was like, I'm just gonna keep it. Because I'm too tired to think of something else. (laughs) Her eyes were fixated on Magnolia's sybaritic body. And although she was smirking arrogantly, an impending wetness began to form between her legs. Damn, that's hot. Mm -hmm. That's enough foreplay, Magnolia heckled. Time to show me if you're truly as good as they say. Treating her pectorals as though they were damardrums. The wrestler batted her sturdy chest and roared, which actually scared Magnolia a little. She bounded toward Magnolia like a hulking paraceratherium. Paraceratherium? Charging. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Charging through the Oligocene Epoch. Her plump ass shook violently as she ran. Wow. Magnolia somersaulted out of the way just in time like a Mesopotamian matador dodging the bull of heaven. Holy fuck, she breathed. Magnolia did not have time to steady herself before the wrestler put her hands around her waist and lifted her off the sandpit. Triumphant, she roared with laughter, and Magnolia could feel the outburst reverberate through her body. It was Magnolia's turn to scream. She attempted to wriggle out of the wrestler's arms like a coked-out earthworm. What an image. (laughs) The wrestler's grip tightened, but the sweaty Magnolia was too slippery to restrain. Magnolia broke free and fell to her knees, facing away from her adversary. Her breasts swelled buoyantly as she panted. 
The wrestler didn't miss a beat. She towered over the crouched magnolia and lunged forward, lifting her, flipping her upside down and hugging her midsection. Magnolia was trapped and there was only one thing she could do now. With a free hand, she lifted the wrestler's skirt and was now able to confirm the, that the dewy vulva that connected her powerful thighs was uncovered. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> Magnolia employed her strongest muscle to counter the attack, her wet tongue. <laughs> it is the strongest muscle. It is. Yeah. The wrestler's eyes were so- suddenly wide, her mouth agape. What emanated from her lips was no longer a roar, but a soft whimper of delight. Her stalwart body shuddered against Magnolia, who continued to lick and suck undeterred. You're cheating, said Cthulun, Cthulun, uh, hugging Magnolia firmly. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you want me to stop? Asked Magnolia in between her tongue strikes. Her face was getting hot and wet. Definitely not. Cthulun released Magnolia and crumpled to the floor, overwhelmed by the soft tongue against her clit. Magnolia fell on top of her but did not stop her sexy attack. Amid her moans, Cthulun managed to say, I still beat you. You owe me a hundred horses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, laughed Magnolia, because I definitely have a hundred horses just lying around. Her mouth moved up Cthulun's lubricious body until it met the wrestler's lips. Let's call it a draw. Cthulun did not respond with words, but instead enveloped Magnolia in her arms and kissed her with vigor. Soon, their clothes were nowhere to be seen, likely covered in sand as the two women rolled around in the fighting pit, pleasuring each other for the rest of the night. Mm-mm. Damn. It had been a mere week since Magnolia had arrived in twelve in in twelve nineties Mongolia. Oh, I see. But it already felt like a lifetime. I love that I just like found myself here. I was like, oh, now I know what's going on. Yeah. I see. Sodom and Velvet and I discussed beforehand where this next episode would be happening, yeah. but I totally forgot. Yeah. <laughs> well, first bit, I was like, where is she again? What is happening? Yeah. But yes. It's all coming clear now. I see. She had materialized in a field surrounded by a herd of yaks. They peered at her suspiciously as she sat in the mud wearing her pajamas. She paid no she paid them no mind. Preoccupied with the thundering realization that her parents would learn of her absence by checking her room and seeing a used vibrator among her sheets. Oh god. <laughs> there are consequences to what you write. Yeah. <laughs> Is that how the last episode ended? I think so. Yeah. Her, her, like, happily humming, yeah. buzzing. Oh, yes, buzzing. true. It didn't come with her. <laughs> <laughs> she also did not notice an extremely tall woman approach her. She wore a layered tunic, known as a deal, and a tortsog on her head. On one of her hands, she wore a thick glove with a hawk perched upon it. Her hawk look e- looked equally quizzical. Are you all right? Tulun asked, moving toward her cautiously. Yeah, I just realized I did something really embarrassing and I don't know how I'm going to show my face to my parents ever again. Maybe she won't. <laughs> <laughs> She's a bit far at this point. <laughs> yeah. She can always come back. Well, it's pretty random. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe she'll learn how to get back. Yeah. Ooh. 
Parents are hard, she empathized. Navigating family is always tough. She let her hawk fly off dramatically, then sat with Magnolia among the yaks. They told each other about their families, and Magnolia learned that Cthulhuun had 14 brothers, which sounded like a nightmare, that she had gotten her parents to agree that she would only marry a suitor who could beat her in wrestling, and that her father, Kaidu, was in a massive conflict with her cousin, Kublai Khan, which was causing the decline of the whole Mongol Empire. Yeah, that whole empire in decline thing sounds bad, thought Magnolia, but having 14 brothers? It was bad enough having one sister. It kind of sounds like it could be fun, actually. 14 brothers? You get up so much shit with them? I mean, yeah, you really outnumber your parents, so it's kind of on them for having 15 children. It would be anarchy at best. (laughs) It's all pretty fucked up, I suppose, sighed Cthulhuun. But suddenly, a smile grew on her beautiful face. More importantly, though, do you like wrestling? Magnolia gulped. Well, I like sweaty bodies pressed up against each other. So, kind of? I love how much of, like, an actual rascal Magnolia is. <laughs> She's like, like a horn dog. Yeah, here we are. Yeah, in Mongolia. Mongolia. Yeah, yeah, I want to see how to spell because, like, I've actually heard of Kublai Khan, but like only in like weird, random cross-cultural history stories. Yeah, the West got really obsessed with Kublai Khan. Yeah, aren't there like, isn't there a poem, a famous poem? I think it's after? Coleridge, isn't it? Oh shit. Okay, oh, I was an English student. I should know this. It's cool. Yeah, it's Coleridge. Hold on. Oh, Kubla Khan. He wrote it. Okay, differently. Yeah. I've, like, heard, because, like, we were, like, taught in, like, <laughs> in, like, the madrasa and, like, the Muslim school. They, like, taught us about how, like, it wasn't, like, it was, like, in this exact time period, like, in the time period of Kublai Khan. Like, that was when, like, they were... um buddhist and then there were like certain successors that declared themselves muslim so that's where i like learned about Mm. it but i don't remember all of the um like it was like we were taught this like weird like propaganda (laughs) but now that i'm older i'm like what what historical education isn't a little exactly bit like we were taught like this like weird propaganda where it was like that's when Islam almost like ended but then the Mongols became Muslim and they saved themselves and I was like okay oh yeah <laughs> like at the time I was like oh great and now I'm like oh okay <laughs> oh my god but yeah no so like uh, Kaidu was the leader of um, the Mongol Empire, I believe, yeah. and wanted to like, yeah, Buddhism, much more pastoral living, um, much more community-based. Right. Kubla was like leading the Yuan mm-hmm. dynasty, I believe. And then so they, they were fighting right. a shit ton. But they were like the, the same family. Right. Yeah. So she really downplays like, oh yeah, they're having this conflict, blah, blah, blah. Right. It's causing the decline of a whole empire. No big deal. <laughs> um, I got a little bit high and I was just asking Sadame and uh, the, what was it? The Noyon Elizabeth Baragoning. <laughs> it doesn't have to be consistent. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I'm really, I mean, I feel like today it's important for me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then I was just saying that I, I needed them to let me know if I'm being weird. And then Sodome divulged 
that they'd been high on the podcast before, but can you tell us what it is that you told Liz BB and I and me? Oh, okay. <laughs> sure. Yeah, no. Um, I think it was chapter four uh, when Magnolia visited Stonehenge. Uh, the Noyon Liz BB was yes. uh, writing and I was like, oh, I'm going to smoke a little bit. <laughs> and, and then I did. Or was it an edible? I can't remember. It's very, it's, it was like almost a year ago. <laughs> wow. Um, but I don't, uh, well, maybe, maybe I'll do it again. But I, I, since then I felt like it's, it's not that it made the writing different, but I felt like a little bit more pressure to write well and was worried yeah. that I was writing That's not as well. a very different dynamic. I will say that the... Mm, the writerly voice that came out in this bit for me was very weird. Ooh, okay. It's it's odd writing. Wow. Yeah, I mean, if you were like an English teacher reading this, you'd probably be like, the tone is always different. The style varies <laughs> from. You know what? I love that because I feel like it's like your creative playground, and I just get to like be like reading it. That's it. This is just what came out this time around. It was just like not normal writing. I think it's also um, because we we write every month. We don't mm-hmm. write in between. So like you're not, we're not like in it consistently. So no. we come back and we're like in a different vibe. Yeah. From month exactly. to month. So exactly. it's really hard to keep like, yeah, that consistency. I was fully not planning on the writing sounding like how it, you'll see that it sounds today. I was, in my mind, I was thinking more just, like, normal. But then I started writing, and all this bullshit just started coming out. Wow. I love it. Let's so read like, the bullshit. Yeah. Exactly. Even in my head sometimes, you're like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cataloon closed a sweaty distance between the two of them, her arms pulling against Magnolia's juicy, licious ass. <laughs> okay. Wow. <laughs> weird shit that came out here we go that, that is a word that, that is a word juicy licious wow it's not that good it's yeah. a lot of sibilance <laughs> in that phrase also oh i can't oh, let's, just stop, let's just stop it here for the chief perfection <laughs> that's it we've we've said we've said what we need to say with this art <laughs> I, yeah, I really love that. It's just like literally like today, uh, Liz BB just felt like using the word juicy licious. Who knows? You know what? It's not good writing if you don't come up with at least one new word, in my opinion. It's a neologism. Shakespeare had like 80 a day. So why can't, why can't we? Yeah. <laughs> her arms pulling against Magnolia's juicy licious ass and flipping her casually to the ground. I think you're a natural, girl. I think I have a few tips for you, though. Help you improve. Want to come to my intermediate wrestling for naturally titty women tomorrow? What was that sequence of words? Wow. Are you high? <laughs> I, I, let's carry on. I don't know what that yeah. means. <laughs> We usually we'll find out. It's yeah. a wrestling class. What yeah, but there you... isn't the word class in there. <laughs> For God's sake. It's finally lit. <laughs> <laughs> For 
your natural what the fuck is naturally titty oh sorry you've had breast implants get the fuck out of here I guess I guess Very at that point would there have been would there have been implants? I feel like she's just like I feel she's like there's no I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. A lot to dive into. I don't think digging deeper is gonna no. <laughs> answers we are looking for. <laughs> we'll just find more questions. We usually bring a dildo or two along just for good fun. Wow. With wrestling. That sounds a little wow. dangerous, but fun. <laughs> Magnolia wasn't one to pass up an opportunity as good as this. That's true. Yeah. Fuck it. I'm in. You will be fucking it. Don't be late. This is pure smut. Yeah, yeah. This is some good this is some good banter. Yeah. <laughs> it feels it feels vintage. I like that I I lightly set up for for the, the Duchess. Like, if you want, there's a socio-political conflict that we could explore. And you're just like, nah. <laughs> Why would we do that? <laughs> I love wrestling nah. orgies instead. In the meantime, Magnolia went gallivanting through Mangol- Mongolia. She found this a good activity to pass the time. And damn, there, damn was there sure a lot to see. Yeah, it's, it's a big <laughs> yeah. country. Or, I mean, it's extra big right now because it, like, stretches pretty far. Wow. She strolled to the edge of the settlement where Cthulhu had been keeping her and ended up running into a nice guard and chatting with them for a significant amount of time. Like, oh, Cthulhu left. How will I satiate myself sexually? Oh, hello there. Yeah. I'm sorry. I did not take this one home. Anyways, continue. (laughs) Oh my god, she's a fucking goldfish. Like a horny goldfish. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. They told her all about what to see in the area and were by and large an excellent tour guide. Magnolia was not sure she'd have the time to catch in on all the hot tips, and it was in moments like this that she wished she could stuff a notebook up her vag to be able to keep track of all the nice bits of information she received. Wow. Oh my god, what drugs must I take to be on your level right now, Miss BB, to to follow this up? (laughs) Off the rails. Yeah. This I feel like I feel like you know when like um you know when there's like a special yeah. episode in a TV show where like they change the genre like yeah, community yeah, yeah. like I feel like that's what's happening. But no, this is this is canon. Wow. <laughs> just like, you know, yeah. Just put my fingers on the paper and it just started typing. You just fell on the keyboard, and this is what happened. Okay. My tits fell on the keyboard. <laughs> wow. That yes. Is- of, of quite an image, like little, like the nipples tapping away at the keyboard. <laughs> that wasn't even what I was imagining, and now oh that's yeah, all well, I'm some of them was like conscious and little <laughs> like nipples typing. Wow. <laughs> wow, I feel like. <laughs> But in the absence of time and notepads, she did her best to keep track of the two or three things she'd been able to see before Cthulhu inevitably made her come tomorrow morning. Oh, I see. She's she's foreseeing an orgasm. Yeah, she's Mm -hmm. a planner. She is not a planner. That's not true at all. (laughs) No. (laughs) 
The guard was kind enough to lend her their dog for oh. her stroll through the forest. Yeah. Not a safe world out there, you know. It's not the same level of security you find in the 21st century. Wait, this person said that? Yeah. Oh, she said right here. She found this an odd comment as she'd mentioned nothing about it the whole time, the the whole time traveling bit to them. And they kind of made the comment in passing as if it were a normal thing to be musing about the realities of life a thousand years in the future with a total stranger. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa. Excuse me? What's going on? I have no idea. It came to me. It came to me as a comment, and I was like, well, that's what the guard is saying now. Okay, okay. Is this, like, a random passing comment, or is this person also aware? Is he, like, um, um, isn't, um, the, the, the character from 70s Sakita Japan? Shigeo? Yeah, Sakito Shigeo. Person? No, I think we would have. She, she'd recognize him. He's, she's seen him, like, three times. Like, is he, like, kind of, or does he have, like, the same, like, power because like that guy can also or like somehow like knows something like Mm -hmm. maybe this person also knows something for this question and questions similar keep reading yes okay yeah all right (laughs) it's going somewhere imagine imagine like i imagine like the duchess made this comment literally just like did not was just didn't even think about it and now we have read into it so hard and it's like turning this into something Oh, but I do this with like my like with poetry all the time. Someone's like, "Oh, I really saw this in your poem," and I'm like, like "Yeah, <laughs> I'm a genius." Thank you for noticing. Yes, and this is the same. <laughs> this, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. This text is the same as your. I'm a genius. What can I say? I'm just kidding. I don't <laughs> say like yes. Thank you for noticing my genius. I don't think that. <laughs> But she shrugged the comment off, took the dog, did a few test runs with him to make sure he obeyed as apparently leashes hadn't been invented yet, and then trotted off into the woods. The forest was the forest was a lot noisier than what she was used to. Birds squawking everywhere and little rodents and other small animals. Sorry, did you expect her to be more specific than this? She's a sex goddess, not a biologist. Jeez! In parentheses. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> I have no words. Carry this on. Is, this literally feels like a special episode. I'm telling you, this feels like like the paintball episodes. Yeah, of yeah. Community. This feels like um like the character looking right at the camera and breaking the fourth wall and being like, "Well, <laughs> what do you think I should do?" You know. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> so let's let's go back there. Okay. And little rodents and other small animals, open parentheses. Sorry, did you expect her to be more specific than this? She's a sex goddess, not a biologist. Jeez, close parentheses. Scurrying about. True, because you do have to be a practicing biologist to, yes. under, to know what like differentiates small Biologist. <laughs> Sounds like the Duchess was just like, I can't be bothered to yeah. tell you which ones. They're there. Think of anything, so I made a joke instead. <laughs> she considered for a moment that this must be the effects of 1,000 years of colonizing and subduing the globe. Oof. Oof. There were a lot fewer other species wandering about in her recent experience on Mohoyal, for example. It was a cool walk, interesting to take a gander through the forests of the past. 
cool. And boy, was she grateful that this time around, there were no random kings being beheaded in front of her or oversized birds running at her or her parents. Oh, wow. Those are all the same level of stress. Yes. <laughs> her parents. <laughs> <laughs> she was truly finding inner peace here. It was great. But the birds were chirping a lot more loudly now than they had a few minutes ago, which tracked because even though she was in the thick of the forest, the sun was setting. So she decided it would be most prudent to conduct herself back toward the security of the town. She deposited the dog back to its owner and then found Kloon, who conducted her toward dinner. And that's how she found herself sitting at a table with Kublai Khan and all of his descendants. Oh, damn. Eat your heart out, Coleridge. Oh, perfect. Then. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. And after dinner, Cataloon and her bedroom eyes drew her into the sleeping quarters. Dinner had tasted good, but Cataloon's lips tasted even better. They made out in the darkness of this mud room, and then Cataloon pulled her onto the bed. I want to make you come, the wrestler queen whispered. <laughs> and for some reason, something nearing the truth decided to issue from Magnolia's mouth. Please don't, she said. It's hard to explain, but if you make me come now, it will be really weird for me. Some odd things will happen. Please, let's just wait one more day, and then you can lick my pussy to infinity. Wow, wow. that's very truthful, yeah, actually. it is. Well, that would be really weird mm -hmm. for someone to say. It would. Um, I'd be like, oh. Okay. <laughs> How okay. do I... <laughs> Weird things are going to happen as you come. And I also like, though, right now, that Cataloon is just like, sounds good. Cataloon responded. She's not like, oh like, God, what, she said that. like, what kinds of things? Like, medical things? Like, what? It's just it's just easier if Cataloon is not curious. Yeah, it really is. I'm telling you, this is pure smut. I love this because, yeah, it really feels like, like this, this part of this chapter i feel like the whole the soundtrack should be like the, the bow wow wow you know mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah like this yeah, very, is very that. typical porn music yes. from like the 90s where everyone has like a thick mustache exactly yeah <laughs> including magnolia yes i love it um sounds good good responded <laughs> So instead, they got undressed and engaged in some more very delightful foreplay together. Cataloon hauled out some nipple clamps and a little whip, and they had fun with that. And it was Ooh. very, very wet and hot and horny, but Magnolia did not come. Wow. She preferred to see what was happening at this wrestling course tomorrow, as if she was in the presence of a large number of women. She figured the orgasm would be a lot more intense. Exciting. Wow. This fucking rascal honestly okay it's truly ludicrous what i wrote hopefully i can't wait up with uh what uh, elizabeth was writing wow here we go in her dreams magnolia found herself on a field not dissimilar to the one she'd arrived in last week but it was far more lush and in the distance she saw large wind turbines the air was warm and sweet she felt a sense of calm as if time were standing still. And, as dreams often do, the scene shifted. She was closer to the turbines, but more importantly, she was sitting on someone's face. What the fuck? Of course. This is going. <laughs> she, could, 
She could not see who, but a cascade of red flaming hair rippled from under Magnolia's smooth thighs. (laughs) The wavy hair was connected to a chin, connected to a neck that was connected to a pair of ripe cantaloupes (laughs) topped with large erect nipples. Wow. (laughs) The description. Further down, someone was feasting on the redhead's pussy, and the train of... And the train of head stretched farther than she could see. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's like the human centipede, but like. Yeah, Yeah, I really do love how Sodome set up this whole sociopolitical conflict. (laughs) This is where it's ended up. Oh, I mean, uh, set up is a strong word. I was like, we have it if we want it. Like, yes, you implied it. No, but I love it because it like it implies that like, wow, you know, like last couple episodes, we really like explored attachment and family and like whatever. And then it's like now we have this set like rooted in history with real characters from history. <laughs> we yeah. could do something incredible with it. No, and it is incredible. And it is incredible, just in an unexpected way. Mm -hmm. Further down, someone was feasting on the redhead's pussy, and the train of head stretched farther than she could see. Suddenly, a naked Sakito Shigeo waggled his protruding (laughs) cock at her and spoke, You have all the time in the world, but damn, girl, what's taking you so long? I, I like that you were talking about, like, oh, having all these historical people. But, like, I still I think about this a lot, that we've kind of brought in Sakito Shigeo as maybe yeah. a character. I think he's still alive, which makes me deeply uncomfortable <laughs> sometimes. We should call him up. There, okay, what, one thing about Sakito Shigeo is, like, very little is known about him, which is mm. interesting. But, like, yeah, I... I kind of hope he never hears this. Wow, I'm going to need to look into this. I don't think he'll appreciate it. At that, the convoy of naked bodies vanished, as did the meadow, and Magnolia was falling back into bed with Cthulhu. She flinched violently, which woke her lover. You okay, babe? Yeah, just a really weird dream. Well, the thing we know about dreams is that they don't always make sense, said Cthulhu, stating the obvious. Maybe, Magnolia answered wistfully. After a few hours, Magnolia had managed to shake the dream out of her head. The Mongolese intermediate wrestling bonanza for the (laughs) Tatade was about to... Oh, no, I guess this would be Tatid. Tatid. Tatid, yeah, because it's the other accent. (laughs) I kind of like Tatid, though. It's like... Tatid. Tatid. Was a, the Mongolese intermediate wrestling bonanza for the titid was about to begin, and Magnolia became wet with anticipation, as if Begtsu, the Begtsu, the Mongolian war god, had been had turned on a faucet within Magnolia's womanly bits. Royals and dignitaries entered the stands as music played and a troupe of dancers performed. Oh shit! This is like performance wow. art. Yeah. I did not imagine it like this, but I love it. <laughs> I just. I it's don't so know. much more drastic. I like making it more of a political event. <laughs> I like it. I feel like we don't get much extravagance, you know, mm-hmm. just from like where we, yeah, where we yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So true. it's nice. Magnolia had managed to, che- to, to teach the. Sh- 
the Shigshur player, the Gong player, the Tovshur player, the Doshpalur player, the Ikkur player, and the Yuchin player. A rough approximation of the Mortal Kombat <laughs> theme song. How which they how do this? <laughs> Where <laughs> did she have time to do this? Between <laughs> yesterday when she was getting eaten out. Wow. You know what? A lot happens off screen. That's so. <laughs> true. That's true. <laughs> Which they had taught to the rest of the orchestra. It was cacophonous madness, and Magnolia was laughing from deep within her belly. Wow. Look at that. She gets a little joy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My fucking up history. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kaidu turned to his wife and mused. It's so lovely to have foreign visitors, so enriching to engage in a sharing of cultures. Kublai was present in the stands as well. Apparently, this was a brief respite of peace between the Mongol Empire and the Yuan dynasty. It felt strange to Magnolia that Kublai was here to watch his cousin wrestle after she'd killed so many of his men in battle. But families were weird like that. Just about anything could be normalized. Yeah. I did a light bit of Google searching on Kublai and... um, Fuck, I'm going to mess up the name because I forget how to say it. And yeah. Kudzaloon. And apparently there were rumors of incest. Ooh, oh. Wow. Consensual incest is what mm. I read. There are very few kinks I'm unwilling to explore, but that falls into the category. Yeah, I guess they were cousins yep. in the 12,090. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 1290. Yeah. 1290. Uh. Wow. Thanks. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> the wrestlers stood in a line, each more hulking than, ne- than the next. Magnolia, who was neither short nor particularly skinny, felt very small and slight next to them. Cthulhuun gave her a wink, which reassured her. A man dressed flamboyantly in a head-to-toe tunic dappled with loud pinks and yellows sauntered into the ring. He had an inconveniently long goatee and a long, wispy mustache that danced playfully in the wind as he sashayed. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready to Rumble. <laughs> I think you need to say that with a little more uh, emphasis. Ladies and gentlemen. Like Ladies that. and gentlemen, are you ready to rumble? Yeah, you're getting there. <laughs> what? That felt so expressive. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> wow, thank you. The crowd exploded. Any semblance of royal decorum was gone in an instant. Elegantly dressed spectators were screaming and jumping up and down, even punching each other playfully, it seemed. But Magnolia could swear that one man who suffered a blow to the head just wasn't getting up and no one seemed bothered. What the fuck? (laughs) In this corner, the terrifyingly tantalizing 10-ton tzitzeg. Setseg was built like a cinder block. Her massive thighs connected to a bulging butt did not shake as she stomped her feet. They were pure muscle. And her challenger in this corner, the magnificently meloned, <laughs> meloned, <laughs> meloned, <laughs> meloned <laughs> Munkzitzeg. 
Ladies and gentlemen, the rules are simple. There are no rules. <laughs> this is the best day of my life. Wrestlers can do whatever they want, any way they want. The only limit is your muscled imagination. Wow. <laughs> The announcer suddenly looked at Kutulun and smirked. But at our princess's request, the mention of the word princess made Kublai Khan shift uncomfortably. <coughs> Bonus points if you make it sexy. Oh my god. That is a very normal thing for somebody to say in the 1200. <laughs> you know what? It's it's a loose translation. Exactly. I think that the real historical message we're trying to portray is that people were a lot kinkier and smuttier than the history yeah. would suggest. Yes, that's true. Humans are gross, mm-hmm. and yeah. it's great. Uh, okay, wow. So, oh my gosh. So, let's shake what our mamas gave us, he screamed. Wiggling his plump cheeks as the crowd erupted euphorically. Oh my gosh. This is such a vivid, like, this is such a detailed description. I feel like I have it playing in my head right now. Oh, me too. I loved this. It's so good. That was so fun. I'm so glad I got high for that. (laughs) It was unlike anything Magnolia could have expected. She was having the time of her life watching this from the sidelines. Setseg thundered toward her juicy-lipped opponent, fainted this way and then that, and then darted behind her, wrapped her arms around Munksetseg's tits, gave them a sexy little squeeze, and flipped her onto the ground. Uh, is it a sexy squeeze if she, like, then flips her? Well, <laughs> sounds painful. Good question. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's sexy, depending on what you're into. Yeah. You could also imagine that her hands drifted to below her tits as well. Okay, yes, yes. I will will do that. I like that. That was a good save. (laughs) (laughs) The crowd leapt to their feet, cheering and screaming. Munk Tsetseg looked at Tsetseg from her position on the ground. She considered a moment, remembering the referee's instructions, and decided her best bet would be the sexy points in this moment. She rolled over, stuck her thick ass up in the direction of her luscious and foreboding opponent, and yelled, Smack me, mommy. Mommy, oh no. (laughs) And Setseg, not being able to respond in any other way without it being a bit awkward for herself and for the crowd, conceded. She slapped this hottie a good few times before they both stood and continued the wrestling match. It went back and forth for a bit, Munksetseg having found her wrestling wherewithal against this woman. They ducked and lumbered, tucked and tumbled. Munksetseg was starting to steal the show, and then she did for real, engaging Setseg in a jaw-dropping, larger-than-life flip and pin that ended with the former straddling the ladder. Mm-mm, here we go. The crowd shouted, begging for more. Magnolia looked to the crowd and she swore that she could see at least three mini orgies happening in the stands. Tits bouncing, hard dicks, which were a lot smaller than she was used to seeing, flapping about and getting sucked. 
Oh, this is because of the the thing you sent, where like historically, oh. it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's because we're exposed to so many like pollutants now that apparently dicks are getting bigger. Exactly. <laughs> wow, bigger and less yeah. spermy. I don't see how that's a bad thing, honestly. <laughs> but <laughs> apparently, the male appendage has grown a decent amount in the last twenty five years. So, what you're saying is climate change is good, actually. Yes. <laughs> That's the narrative we're pushing here at the Coming Together podcast. <laughs> she looked back to the wrestling scene before her, which now involved Monk Setsake eating Setsake's very generous pussy. Magnolia found her own pussy lighting up at the sight she wanted in the ring. The action continued with Setsake moaning and her back arching higher and higher until Magnolia heard her utter a final shuddering moan. She filled the stadium with the sound of her cum, and then... Oh, yeah, stop. What? <laughs> what is that sound? I don't know. I'm a poet. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two titties, if you could give us an invitation of that, that would be wonderful. Absolutely not. <laughs> there are limits to what I will perform here. <laughs> I don't think anyone wants to hear my rendition of that. I think I, I think the listeners are probably really disappointed that you. Won't yeah, I reckon we're gonna lose a few listeners. <laughs> Honestly, maybe we'll stay tuned. I feel like the listeners need to be more engaged, and they need to be like DMing or emailing to ask for that kind of content. If anyone does that, I will absolutely do it. It will be drug fueled, but I'll do it. Okay, yeah. So get in touch if you want to hear yes. more sound effects from <laughs> and more of Tanya Two Titties coming. <laughs> <laughs> But also the way that I imagined it just now was absolutely not sexual. It was like a vroom sound. <laughs> it was oh, the sound okay, okay. of her cum. What is that? How would that fill a stadium? <laughs> <laughs> and then, pleased and still panting, the wrestler walked out of the ring and collapsed on a bench nearby. Cthulhu nodded to Magnolia. It was their turn to enter the ring. Go easy on me, Magnolia begged as they hopped over the rope and stepped into the sand of the ring. But I thought you liked it rough, Cthulhuun responded, winking. Magnolia breathed deeply, practicing the pronunciation of their safe word, in case. They each walked to their corner of the ring. Magnolia heard the shrieking of the crowd, and she was pretty sure the thwack thwack of people fucking in the bleachers. I like that you've used that more than once. She pressed away the thoughts of the people watching her and focused on her breathing. The bell chimed. Cthulhuun came at her fast and hard. Magnolia didn't want to give in too quickly, so she dodged her opponent and ran to the other side of the ring. They locked eye contact again, started again. Cthulhuun came at her again, and this time, Magnolia was more ready. <laughs> Did she do it again? <laughs> that was a lot of agains all at once. <laughs> again, and again. She feigned left, but went right, getting her arms around Cthulhuun's torso. But before she knew it, she was on the ground. It was a nice try, though, Cthulhuun said. Now, show the crowd your tits. <laughs> No, replied Magnolia, not unless you make me. Mm. 
Cataloon's right hand went to Magnolia's underwear and her left to her throat. I said, show them your tits, she said, her hand clamping against Magnolia's windpipe. Exhibitionist and BDSME? Mmm. Damn. Magnolia fought against this for a few seconds before sputtering that she would. Just let her up. The crowd went wild at the sight of her titties, and several more people joined in the swelling orgies. Cataloon came up behind Magnolia as she strutted around, braving her tits to this strange world. Magnolia felt her warrior lover's hands delicately on her waist, and before she knew it, she was on the ground again. Cataloon splayed her pussy open for all the world to see. Magnolia could feel the passion and desire running to her clit, and she literally couldn't wait for this sensuous hottie to finger her. But Cataloon was here to take her time. I want you to beg for me. Magnolia's face burned red. Here, in front of all these people, she wasn't quite ready for this, and she loved it, despite her embarrassment. Oh, you're blushing? Show the crowd. Show them how much you want me. Tell them. Okay, Liz BB, this is super hot. <laughs> I have to say. Yeah. Okay. This is, this is doing it for you? This is doing it for me. This is doing it for me. I'm blushing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're hitting my kinks. I like it. <laughs> Magnolia didn't move, so Cataloon hoisted her to her feet and pushed her toward the crowd. Tell them, she repeated, more sternly this time. She gave her another push. And Magnolia committed to the bit. Embarrassment flew away. After all, she was about to disappear in about seven minutes, and she was so goddamn horny for this dominatrix. She turned toward the fucking crowd and cried. Oh, literally fucking crowd because the crowd is fucking. I was like, oh, okay, interesting qualifier. (laughs) She turned toward the fucking crowd and cried at the top of her lungs. Cataloon, dominator of men, slippery slayer. Please, oh, please just make me come. Cataloon acquiesced. She strode over to Magnolia and in her hand, a chair that somehow she'd magically procured in the last 27 seconds. There's a lot of suspension of disbelief going on here. (laughs) Sometimes you just need to acknowledge that. I don't don't know what you're talking about. I believe everything. This is totally believable. Sit, she ordered. And then she whipped out a gag and some rope. Was she pulling the shit out of her literal asshole? How had Magnolia not noticed all this gear and firmly tied Magnolia to the chair? Magnolia couldn't talk, couldn't see anything, but she could hear the shrieking of the crowd and she could feel the screaming of desire in her pussy. When Cataloon's tongue finally hit her clit, she just about came on the spot, but firmly she whispered to herself, Shut the fuck up. This is not happening. <laughs> but firmly. Just say it, dude. <laughs> say it. But firmly, she whispered to herself, don't be a one-pump chump. <laughs> I, I've never heard that before. <laughs> oh, that's so good. That's yeah. <laughs> don't be a one-pump chump. So she did some belly breathing and staved off the coming. Cataloon munched and licked. What the fuck is happening right now? 
Cataloon munched and licked, and just at the right time, her fingers slid into Magnolia's vag. Magnolia had never been so splayed open. There's been a lot of splaying this episode. <laughs> yeah. Magnolia had never been so splayed open. Oh, except for that time at Stonehenge. And also maybe in Tokyo. Okay, she was used to being fucked in public. She felt herself mounting and rising as Cthulhu's tongue slid back and forth, as Cthulhu bit her thighs and scratched at her ass cheeks. And just when the tenor of the crowd was starting to hit a real nutty roar, Magnolia nutted too. Hard. Squirting on the face of this dom. And, like always, she felt her body hum and even sizzle a little bit and explode off to a new destination. Oh. Jesus Christ. That was kind of gross at the end. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, it was good. It was really fun. I really don't know how I feel right now because this was simultaneously, like, incredible. Also, like, the this is, like... This felt like content tailored to me, but also delivered in the worst possible way. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much, Baroness. Okay. Well, we know what we know kind of what works for, for Tanya now. Yeah. I really liked it. I just like love that Magnolia is such a switch. I'm like, mm-mm, get it, girl. <laughs> in whatever way that works for you. <laughs> yeah. She's down for anything. Yeah. She's like, all right. Exactly. <laughs> well. Mm-hmm. Make it yeah. vanilla. Say I love you at the end. Oh yeah. Make it sexy I and dominatrix. I want to do something with that. But... Yeah, something gentle. No, 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 just like the the like mention that she she said I love you to to him. Um, I don't know. She's she's all over the place. That's okay. It is. We'll find our it way. Is. And you know what? That's the magic of this. No, no, no. I, I think it's actually consistent to her character. I think we just mm-hmm. need to kind of like solidify that more. She is, she is literally all over the place. Yep. She came Straight so up. hard. <laughs> and <laughs> perhaps we can have some plugs on our socials and such in the medium. Yes. We are on Twitter, Facebook. We have an email, podcometogether at gmail.com. We're on Medium. Yeah, we have a playlist that will feature an orchestral version of the Mortal Kombat theme. <laughs> and you can kind of imagine yeah. that traditional mongolian instruments are playing it we have an instagram as well um and uh next time elizabeth won't be here i mean she'll be writing but she won't be she won't have good enough wi-fi to uh, yes Mm -hmm. so we'll have a special guest we will have a guest indeed uh will you be on a farm is that what you're doing hoeing yes exactly I will be planting trees and hopefully not being inducted into a cult. (laughs) That is what tends to happen to white people on farms. Unwind. Unwind.